We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another Bring the Juice Colts podcast live stream. We have a spicy one for you guys today. And uh, joining me as well, Matt from Inside the Horseshoe Podcast. First off, that hat, man. Tell everybody what that hat is. So this is the official draft day cap. Um, It's for this year. And I figured, you know what? I'm going to buy it. Got next day shipping. Got it here. And I think every time they release a new one of these hats, I'm just going to start buying them. I, I commend you for actually spending money on hats. I, I don't yeah. normally spend the money on hats. I normally just let people buy me Colts hats. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I did take the liberty of buying that Colts hat. So mine will show up next week. But, you know, I still have the Christmas uh, holiday hat here. So, uh nice. You know, you got to make do with what you got. I'll probably mix it up a little bit over the next few days. But anyway, uh, so also wanted to say congratulations again on 1,000 subscribers. Thank you. Um, still crazy. Um, didn't expect that still. Um, I Like I said, I thought it would have like 10 people subscribe to me. Um, be like <laughs> me, my mom, my dad, and then like any Half friend that I forced. Family members. Yeah. yeah. Um, my grandma, you know, after I take her phone, (laughs) you know, that's who I thought, but yeah, it's crazy. So thank everybody that subscribed. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. Well, I mean, we have a spicy one indeed on here, you know, the off season, this last week or so has really gotten kind of quiet. Uh, you know, it's just been rumors upon rumors upon rumors of guys potentially coming here. But, you know, ever since the Matt Ryan trade, things have kind of slowed down for Indianapolis, still trying to work out deals and things of that nature. But that's not the big news that's been going on. And even over the last uh, few days, you know, talking about guys like uh, Jarvis Landry and the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, you know, those those rumors haven't even come close to the statement that was made earlier today by Colts owner Jim Ursay. So Ursay 
went to, and I'll just share my screen here. Uh, let's we might look as well over just at the Indianapolis Colts, uh, their quarterback situation. Uh, I'll share the screen. This is the NFL. Uh, Mike, we saw uh, Carson Wentz traded to the Commanders. Uh, Frank Wright so said this not. month that uh, as right. an organization, so, we thought uh, everyone wanting to talk ways, about we contrast uh, that. the Colts uh, owner, Jim Irsay. Hold on, let me mute that. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, so Colts owner Jim Ursay calls Carson Wentz era a mistake. Uh, that's the big topic there that everybody was talking about, Matt. Uh, yeah. So your first reaction, not even just to that like statement, but your idea, your thoughts on hearing Jim Ursay still talking about the Carson Wentz debacle and how it went down this offseason. So I, I understand that he's not happy. I think everybody knew he was not happy with uh, just how everything went down, just this whole era, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I would not have gone to detail about it. You know, I would have just said simply something like, look, you know, we went after Carson. It didn't work, you know. We liked the guy, it just didn't work out for us, so we decided it was best to move on for the best for him and also the best for us as well. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later on, you know, whether or not what everybody else is thinking um, and things like that. Um, I, I would just say this. For the first things first, I, I find it truly hilarious the amount of Colts fans who think that Ursay like did something morally offensive to Carson Wentz. Like right. I get, I get some people saying why he shouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely, uh, I can see an argument for that and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But again, it, it some of the people who have, you know, like said that Ursay should be ashamed of himself for what he was saying. I mean, yeah. look, it, it's hilarious. Look, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to just say this. For anyone on Colts Twitter that is saying that Ursay should not have said what he said, if you said one negative thing, and believe me, I've seen a lot of negative things about Carson Wentz from some of you Colts fans on Twitter that have said a lot worse things, like a lot worse, worse things. And you want to talk crap about the owner of the Colts saying that that wasn't a good idea that we had Carson Wentz? Yeah, you need to take a little bit of a backseat. I'm just saying. But anyway, we can move on to this. Uh, so Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay was a irate after the season ended with his team missing the playoffs. Uh, and then speaking to uh, the NFL's annual league meeting in Palm Beach, Florida, Irsay talked in length about the reasonings behind this. Said, I think the worst thing you can do is have a mistake and try to keep living with it going forward. I think this was, um, and then he he mentioned this to uh, Joel Erickson of the Indy Star. Said for us, it was something we had to move away from as a franchise. It was very obvious. Mm. Now I don't. I think this was. I think this was the worst part of it all. I think this this comment was the worst of it all. Is calling Carson Wentz a mistake? I don't. Yeah. It, it, my problem with that statement is, is, you know. Yeah, I guess you can can call it a mistake, but how you phrase that is a huge issue because, you know, you 
oftentimes you learn from your mistakes, you move on, you try to make things right. But when you call a player a mistake, you know, especially in this mm. context, you're doing a lot more than just saying that it was uh, the player that was the problem. You're saying it was a huge problem throughout the whole organization. And for me, I kind of had a problem with him saying a mistake. I don't, again, I, I agree that it kind of, that at the end of it, you can say, yeah, it was, it was, it just didn't work out. We thought it would work. Right. It didn't. It, it's it, you, something you learn from. I just don't know if I agree with him calling Carson Wentz a mistake though. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't agree with that at all. Like I said, um, we all knew how he felt and yeah, I, I, I agree with him that, you know, it was a mistake, not Carson Wentz being a mistake, but just it was a mistake bringing him to Indianapolis because, you know, because we, we heard of everything from Philadelphia. To handle it. Yeah, like we, we knew things for Philadelphia. Frank Reich, you know, he still is close to Doug uh, Peterson and some of the Philly people. So he probably could have asked him, hey, um, is what is out there true? And they probably would have told him. And then he would have been like, all right. And then maybe it wouldn't happen at all. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There was something else he said too. Um, we'll get to about that. him talking to players or whatever. Um, I don't know if you were going to get into that. Yeah, he um he did actually. Yeah, he did speak with some of the veterans on the team or some of the main starters on the team, you know, yeah. about, you know, and that and that's what it comes down to is it wasn't just a Carson Wentz issue. Now, of course, yeah. Carson Wentz is getting most of the blame here. Understandable in a way, but yeah. you know, what's being taken out of context or taking out of the context altogether is that, you know, Ursay did not just say that, and it's going to come down to this next comment. Right. For one, I agree with him in the saying that, you know, trying to live with something that's not yeah. making you better is, mm. is, a, is the worst thing you can do. You need to try to learn from it and move on. Yeah. That's, that's a result of anything. Right? right. And then he talked about, the uh loss to Jacksonville, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is where it comes in is saying no disrespect to Jacksonville, but they're the worst team in the league. You play yeah. well and hard for a first quarter or so, and they're looking to go into their locker room and clean it out. And you know, I mean, he's he he's right about that in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because I've never seen anything like that in my life. Said, my God, there's something wrong here. It needs to be corrected. I think we that we feel like we did. Now, right. again, this is pointing towards not just Wentz, but to the team in general, because Ursay did have talks with, I'm assuming he talked with guys like Darius Leonard, DeForest mm. Buckner, guys like that, you know, in the locker room that are part of the leadership group, right? And who are your yeah. leaders? And then saying, what do we need to do to fix that? Because yeah. that can't happen again. Right. And I, like that, I'm totally fine with. You know, because like you said, it's not, you know, it can be looked at as him talking about the entire team in general. Um, I don't know. I, I think he could have worded this whole thing better. I'm not like saying he should be ashamed of himself. You know, that was horrible. But yeah, there's some things he said in here. I think he should not have said. It's just how I feel about it. Basically saying we feel that we corrected yeah. what was wrong with this team and right. said that you, you're your guys got to pick you up and carry you through Jacksonville. He has to do it. 
not an yeah. option, no excuses, no explanations. He didn't do that. Right. So, you know, he clearly blamed Wentz for a lot of how the season ended was right. that, you know, you're, you need to be the guy and you weren't the guy you didn't lead this team. Uh, that's just, that's just what happens. Yeah. You know? I mean, and you know, to his credit, he does have a point, you know, I mean, reading this statement right here, Wentz mm. through for under 230 yards in each of the final five games that he played. Uh, obviously we understand that later goes on to say he searched for the right chemistry with any team and football. It's as important as any, uh, and then saying for us, the fit just wasn't right. I don't know why a lot of teams, you don't know why a lot of times you don't know why, but you know, it isn't. And it was important for us to move in a different direction. See, that was the, that was the statement. I felt he could have just stayed with and could have just moved on from it. I felt that he could have just specifically stated. We just didn't think he was the right fit. Right. We just didn't think I didn't. And we know like in these comments specifically, Matt, I think there's no more question about it that the person who mainly who was pretty much responsible for why Wentz is out of town now is Jim Irsay. It's not Ballard. Yeah. It was certainly wasn't right. It was all Jim Irsay at this point. Right. I mean, Frank Reich still believes in Carson Wentz, you know, like he said it many times. He believes Carson Wentz can be a top 10 quarterback. And I mean, maybe he can. Just maybe the situation wasn't right for him. But, um, yeah, like, I, I this confirmed, I think, what we all knew, that uh, Jim Irsay was going to force him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, talking about uh, – and he talked a little bit, you know, about his leadership as well when we talked about the chemistry with the team and, you know, talking about leading guys into battle and to do things like that. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it sucks. Cause I, I hate sometimes eating crow when it comes to, uh, giving people chances when there wasn't, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think everyone was kind of right about, uh, about Wentz, you know, when they talked about his leadership and talked about, you know, his ability to lead a team and his ability to lead them in the locker room as well. I mean, I think Ursay's outspoken comments. And again, we have never seen this Colts management and ownership staff talk like this. Right. Not like this with, a, with, especially with their quarterback, especially before now you're seeing all of this publicly outspoken stuff. It must have been so bad for Ursay to get this stuff off his chest. I just mm -hmm. wish he wouldn't have had to. Yeah, me too. I, I wish you wouldn't have to either, but um, yeah, um, it's just crazy because um, you never hear really us or our, you know, the Colts talk about um, anybody like this. And I don't even remember, you know, if there has been a time where any team has talked like this about a player. Um, I think the closest was actually Jim Irsay saying, uh, even though it's not bad, he was talking about, oh, Andrew Luck, he's actually going to win us some multiple Super Bowls and stuff. And um, some people look at that as a hit on Peyton Manning. I don't think it was, but that was like the closest to what, you know, happened today. So, uh, and, yeah, you know, crazy. he was talking about like with this Matt Ryan thing, he said that we got lucky 
with yeah. uh, getting Matt Ryan because he said, you know, they cut Wentz with almost no clear backup plan. You know, and they right. had a few guys in mind, but they said, and I mean, they said that, you know, they were potentially willing to give up two first round draft picks for somebody in the future, for a future young guy. Yeah. I mean, goes to show you just how desperate Ursay was to get Wentz out of the building. Right. And I know some people said when it comes to that, uh, the multiple first round picks, I know some people think that um, it was Deshaun Watson maybe, but he did mention Deshaun Watson earlier. And then when he mentioned that young player, he said he wouldn't mention who it was. So I, I maybe it was like a Kyler Murray, but yeah, I mean, again, it's just crazy, but we, we all knew. This is just how Jim Irsay was. Uh, Jim Irsay was going to force it to happen. You know, whether Chris Ballard wanted to move on or Frank Reich wanted to move on or not, he was going to force it to happen. But, um, but yeah. And, you know, and, and I know, I know TAS analytics is talking about, you know, how the Eagles and Colts publicly defended him. Yeah. They were talking about him as the teammate and as the guy that he was, they're not talking. I mean, of course I've never questioned Wentz as a person. I've never questioned him as a teammate. I think when you talk about, um, I think that he's a great uh, person and I think he's a great teammate to a lot of people. I don't think he's a, de- a demise to a locker room. I just think mm-hmm. that it's come to a point where you can understand that it's questionable now on, you know, questioning his leadership, you know, because right. you now have the Eagles and the Colts owners coming out and saying that specific thing. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think uh, any of the players had any hate towards Wentz. Uh, I just think that, you know, a couple times they just, I, I think it's fair to say that he his style of leadership just wasn't working for this group. Right. Obvious, that's obvious because we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, to kind of go back on that um, with the players, I mean, of course, like you see whenever somebody's moved or retires or whatever, you see a lot of their teammates, you know, voice their support for the player and thank them publicly. Um so I, whenever I see that, I never look at that and go, oh, they love him. Like, I never view it as like, oh, they love him for sure. Because, you know, it happens all the time. Right. So, I mean, it just comes down to, you know, like I said, he, he's probably a good dude. Like, no doubt about it. I think he's a good dude. But like you said, I think leadership just might not have been the best um, if what we're hearing is true about um, him rejecting the hard coaching and stuff. Yeah. That definitely plays a factor to why he's gone, but yeah, I mean, they, they could totally be lying. Remember uh, before I believe it was Philip rivers got traded here. Uh, Darius Leonard was public about saying, yeah, Jacoby's our guy, you know, he's our guy. Like they're going to say whatever, you know, mm-hmm. about whoever the quarterback is, whether they were just released, traded or, you know, retired. Or if they stay. Yeah, it, it was it was quite crazy to think of how the different circumstances were for uh for Jacoby Brissett and Carson Wentz, right? You look at the difference. We definitely understand that Carson Wentz has a lot more talent than Jacoby Brissett. But again, why did they talk so highly of Jacoby Brissett and why did they talk so down about or unsure of Carson Wentz? Again, I think it comes down to leadership. 
I think it comes down to being that vocal leader and being the guy that sets the example. Jacoby Brissett may not have had the talent, but Jacoby Brissett was always there, always learning, always trying to get along with everyone in the locker room. He set the standard for being a great teammate, being a great leader outside of being your vocal guy, right? I mean, right. it's just how it was. Carson Wentz, it w- just wasn't that for him. He was a yeah. great teammate. He was a good player. Just ultimately, again, his leadership and his inability to lead us in big-time moments, a few of them down the stretch, is what caused this. Right. Okay? It's yeah. just how it is. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're truly not going to know what he's like in practice and the locker room stuff because we're not on the team. You know, I wish I was a fly, you know, a fly on the wall during that entire season just to kind of hear what, you know, is actually happening. Because maybe, you know, he is a good dude and it was something completely different. Maybe it was, you know, I don't know. It could have been anything, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ursay was only saying what all the fans and talking heads have said. And you're right. I mean, that's literally it. So it breaks down to this question, Matt. It basically breaks down to the one thing. Should Ursay have done this? And is he right for saying it? That's the big question here. I don't think, for me personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with what he said. Could he have worded some things differently? Yes, he could have. But what he said specifically, I don't think there's a problem with it because, again, he is the owner of the team. Right. This is his product. Regardless of there's I mean forget everything else. Without Ursay, that that engine does not run. It's not there. It's it does not exist unless right. somebody owns it and runs the operation. And you know what he saw is the fact that there was a guy that was coming in and wasn't doing his job up to his standard. And ultimately, when you're the quarterback and your team just lost the worst game in franchise history to miss the playoffs, somebody has to take the blame, okay? And it's obviously not Ursay. It's obviously not Ballard because Ballard's Mm -hmm. not on the field. You would blame a little bit of it on Reich because, you know, he needs to do more to that. And your quarterback, who's supposed to lead you, and... There didn't seem to be a lot of that. Right. Um, I think he could have worded it a little different, a little better. Um, he might he could have left some things out. Like, I don't think he had to get into, you know, the whole I like, talk to leaders on the team and you know, they're talking about his character, but not he he could have left some of that stuff out. I don't have a problem ultimately with what he said. I just think he could have worded it better, he could have left a few things out. Um Maybe he could have said something like, look, you know, we brought him in here. Um, It wasn't working out. Uh, He's a good, you know, like we have no problem with the guy. It just ultimately it didn't work out for us or him. So instead of keeping him here and trying to fix what's not working, we decided to do what's best for us and for him. It's what he could have said something like that. Like, I'm not saying, oh, you know, this is disgraceful of what, you know, Ursay said. I'm not saying you know, that he uh, should be ashamed of himself or anything. I just think eh, it could have worded a little bit better. Maybe yeah, leave a thing and, or two out. I, but. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's just, I just, I, the only problem I had with it was 
just was just calling him a mistake calling yeah. the i mean that. It, i just felt like that was a little bit of a low blow um that's the only thing i had a problem with other than that right, right there have been numerous people who have said much worse things about Carson Wentz and anything else, but yet these same people want to stand on moral high ground and say the guy who's running the team should not uh, be making remarks like that. Right. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Check yourself first before you say anything again, it is perfectly fine to say what a Wentz was not going to work out. It's just right. how it is. It's, just wasn't a fit for us. We didn't think he did a good enough job leading us at the end. We just felt that we had to move in a different direction. Right. And like, I, I, I like that he is honest for sure. I think at the end of the day, a lot of the stuff is just not our business, you know, but Hey, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I don't think he should be ashamed. I have no issue with him saying things. I just think he could have left their th- a thing or two out. You know, yeah, maybe I think this kind of different. mentions it pretty quick right here. Is then, he's yeah. over emotional? I guess he was tired of beating around the bush. I mean, that's probably it. I mean, Ursay, Ursay is pissed still, man. Yeah. Still pissed. You know, it, it, that's a that's a feeling that the Colt that he and the Colts organization and us as fans and us as content creators yeah. uh, who cover this team so extensively. Yeah are not going to get rid of until we make it to the playoffs. Until right. the next time we make the playoffs with Matt Ryan as our quarterback, that feeling's not going away. Right. It's not going away. And say this team doesn't make the playoffs next year, there, there might be yeah. even more. There might even <laughs> be more good. questions that need to be answered. You know, yeah. so... I I have a feeling that if we don't make the playoffs next year... A rebuild could be coming in the near future. Definitely because, could see it happening. Yeah, you know, like and like there's so much talent on the team, but hey, if you continue to miss the playoffs, no matter who you bring in at quarterback, unless you get like a young rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, um, there's that Ward kid from Washington State. Um, mm-hmm. not a lot of people are talking about him, but watch out for him. I think uh, a lot of people are gonna talk about that guy. Um, around this time next year. Um, yeah, Colt McCoy. Uh, but no. Uh, but yeah, unless something like that happens, if we miss the playoffs again, you might have to rebuild because you would be missing the playoffs three times in the last, what, five years? Yeah. So, And I'm actually getting a phone call. Uh, sounds <laughs> yeah, I'll good. mute myself real quick. Yeah, so uh, – Everyone, everyone in the chat, I mean, you, you guys need to tell me what you feel about Ursay's comments. Okay. Do you believe he was right in saying what he said? Okay. That's the big question here. It's not, uh, I mean, again, he is the owner. He's allowed to say whatever he wants. That's not illegal. That's not things like that. Ultimately it comes down to, was it? right to say the things that he said. I think that I've agreed with some of you that saying that, you know, it was a mistake to call him a mistake, right. getting him with a mistake. I think it was a little over emotional. I think that, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm battling a moral, I'm battling a moral dilemma here, to be honest, because I'm right. on both sides of it being yeah, like, yeah. you know, should he have handled that better? Definitely should have. But then again, 
we've been hearing so much of like what the one guy said, the uh, coach speak BS over the last mm-hmm. few weeks that like, it's kind of refreshing to hear somebody in the organization's understands and the owner understands no, that the Colts just weren't happy with what Wentz was producing. Right. Um, I got to go grab my puppy. That's up. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, We're yeah. probably going to be he's... here for a few more minutes anyway. And that'll okay. be it. Alrighty. Yeah. He's causing uh, mayhem right now. So no problem. Bring him. the puppy on stream, man. I'll it bring him. Views. 10,000 views. Yes, please. <laughs> Zach Wilson saying, Ursay said what most fans uh, have wanted to hear. Yeah. It's pretty much it. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't blame the guy for being emotional about what's going on. I'm still trying to deal with it. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to get beyond it still. And I'm trying to see the Colts win, you know? And I mean, he feels comfortable saying this stuff now because now that Wentz is gone, um, Wentz is gone from the whole situation. So of course he has the chance to talk about this now. I don't know guys. I I, want to hear more about what you guys think about what he said. Hard knocks jinxed everything. People forget Ursa is a fan too. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> yeah, I hope Carson doesn't kill us when we play them. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it, it's true that Ursay really sounded like, you know, a fan. You know, he sounded like one of us that, you know, he wanted to, you know, make sure that we won games and to see it end the way it did. I mean, I'm sure he was just as pissed as I was. Again, anyone that doesn't know how, how I felt. Oh, puppy. 10,000 views. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, quit causing a ruckus there, puppy. All right, we're trying to do a live stream. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> I just want to stop talking about Wentz at this point. Yeah, I know. We're, we're I think we're all kind of there. I mean, should change your name to Derek's Muscles. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, I appreciate his honesty. For sure. True. Um, that's something saying, I always he just like sounded about him. like a fan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect, but the Jags freaking suck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, no disrespect at all, but they're the worst team in the league. Which is true. Oh, he's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's your dog's name? Uh, ghost. What is? Oh, Ghost? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> What's down, obviously. Yeah, he he's gonna stay. Oh man. I see more people are tuning in. Yeah, yeah, some more people are still coming in. So <laughs> like, I got the senses of there's a puppy on the street. I told you. 
<laughs> he's gonna go ballistic in a minute. <laughs> You're gonna let him down, and then he's just gonna go absolutely ballistic. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is no longer a cult stream, everyone. This is just looking at ghost. I guess he is named after Ty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. All right, he's gone. He'll come back on the bed in a second. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Problem was he was just outside, so he's what still like ghost really wet. Think about Ursay. Well, if he was talking about Ursay at all in that last few moments, I think he was uh yeah. preaching to y'all saying that he loved what he said. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that dog is tripping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, it's a puppy. Y'all chill a little bit, all right? Puppies don't like to be held. Here, I'm gonna close my door. Oh, yeah. For anyone that's in here that hasn't signed up for our giveaway yet, make sure you guys uh, sign that up. Uh, we have it on Twitter. Um, I don't think we have it on YouTube. Make sure to go sign up on Twitter if you haven't already and be sure to subscribe if you haven't. Uh, that's the way to get in. And uh, we're doing the first giveaway on Friday. And for anyone that has already signed up and is just anxiously waiting, don't be discouraged if you don't win it. Uh, there is going to yeah. be multiple more times. We're going to give away three more jerseys after this. So make sure to just keep signing up for those. All right. Yeah. Say, um, I just gave away a jersey earlier today right and uh if we end up taking watson i'm gonna potentially give away a watson jersey oh you're gonna give away a watson jersey yeah i might do that christian watson okay yeah now, not, it's not funny because i got a i have a friend who's a browns fan and he uh, and he wanted to know if he could get a uh a, a jersey for uh a jersey from me uh because mm -hmm. uh kyle weaver obviously on twitter he uh i reached out to him because i wanted a uh matt ryan jersey and then he asked if he could get him a watson jersey and i'm like can you do that he's like yeah i can and uh so <laughs> we're we're hoping our jerseys show up before draft day because when i go uh right. when i go live i want to be able to wear it yeah say so, um i'm hoping that uh the Matt Ryan jerseys start shipping before draft day. For some reason, <laughs> um, they won't uh, start releasing them until after the number's official, which I don't know why, because I thought the number was official for Matt Ryan, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that two would have been it, but yeah, I guess it's weird that they haven't officially made that true yet. I need go go to score eight more points. So I win <laughs> a couple hundred bucks. Right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. Uh, thank you again for everyone that was tuning in to talk about uh, Ursay's comments that were made today. Let us know again in the chat and in the comments what you thought about it. Anyways, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Shout out to my guy, Matt, for helping me out again. Thank you all so much, and as always, go Colts.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.